Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shay, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable Compadres. I am your host, Shay McMaster from Enlightened Athlete. I don't know why I said my name like that, but here we go. We're here. We're showing up. Okay, today's episode is all about anxiety and breathing. So how your breathing pattern, like we've talked about in episode 74 and 75, I believe, uh, are probably improper. You're probably breathing wrong because most people just aren't taught how to breathe and a common response to being overwhelmed by pain, stress, anxiety, trauma, etc. is an improper breathing pattern. Stress breathing, shallow breathing, mouth breathing, um, not paying attention to how you are breathing. We're just never taught how to do it. Your body just does it anyway, which is pretty amazing, but it's not always the most beneficial. So the anxiety could be partially caused by the way that you're breathing. Um, And if it's not that, if it's something else, it's caused most likely by your thoughts. And there is something you can do. There is a type of breath work, a type of breathing that you can do to reduce the symptoms of anxiety. Before we get into today's show, I would just like to say thank you for tuning into the show. If you've not listened to the show before, here at Get Uncomfortable, the whole idea is that we are people on a journey, willing to embrace discomfort and utilize that discomfort and uh, those challenges and maybe even setbacks and look at them as disguised opportunities to better ourselves and be more prepared for the unknown and unknowable in life. When shitty things happen to you, how do you respond to that? So here's a good example of it. Okay, I voluntarily get into an ice bath that's really, really, really cold and stresses my body out, stresses my mind out, says I want to get out, I want to get out, I want to get out. Instead of that, I override that and I learn how to breathe properly. I learn how to calm myself down in a controlled, relatively safe environment, the ice bath. I learn how to take back control of my nervous system in a stressful scenario. So in life, if you get into a car crash, God forbid, or something terrible happens, or you feel like you're going to have a fucking panic attack in life, you can remember the training that you've done in the ice bath to learn how to take back control of your nervous system and calm yourself down. So you're preparing yourself, you're inoculating yourself against stress, which life is going to punch you in the face, and it's going to knock you down, it's going to beat you up, that's just the way it is, Uh, it's not a personal attack on you from the universe or from God, it is just the way life is. Learning how to deal with that and handle it is the whole idea behind Get Uncomfortable, so thank you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, we have a fee for the show, if you like the show, if you learn something from the show, if it helps you or, or would help somebody that you know, share the show for me, that's the fee, uh, share the show, with somebody and let them know about what we're doing here. And also, if you want to hear something covered on the show, let me know. Email me. A couple of you uh, have done that before, and I appreciate that. And it's given me some some ideas and some guidance on where to put this. I want to help you guys with this show. So let me know what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about. Um, a broad spectrum of things, obviously. But let me know what you want to hear about. This series is all about the breath, obviously, because the breath is going to help people become better. When you're not breathing right, you're not living right. 
and I really do believe that. Uh, one last bit of housekeeping before we get into anxiety and breathing. We're going to be doing, I don't know what to call it yet, um, really what it is, is it's a little four-week challenge that we're going to put in place through Enlightened Athlete. I was thinking about calling it a nutrition challenge, but really what it is, is a habit challenge. The reason you're stuck and you're not moving anywhere and you're not getting anything done is because you don't have the right habits. Where does consistency come from? Consistency comes from knowing why you're doing something and then doing that repeatedly, right? Being able to continually do that. But if you're not doing the right things, the consistency doesn't matter. If you're consistently doing the wrong shit, consistently only watching Netflix, consistently sleeping until noon, consistently staying up till two in the morning, consistently eating fast food, consistency is not helping you, right? So you have to consistently do the right thing. So you probably have the wrong habits. And changing habits is hard. It's very difficult. But there is a way to do it. And you got to start small and build up over time. And you build momentum by getting the right things done regularly. So what we're going to be doing with this challenge, it's a four-week challenge. We'll have weekly meetings. We'll have uh, basically a cash prize at the end is what we're going to do, which is, I think, pretty exciting. I've never been able to do that before. So I'm excited to give people some monetary motivation in this as well. Um, we're looking to get it rolling basically the first week of November, somewhere in there. Um, it's just going to be four weeks, and that's a kickoff point, right? That's a starting point uh, for you to get going, especially leading into the holidays right before Thanksgiving. Um, so you can learn some healthier habits around cooking, maybe around exercise, around how to prep your food, around how to think a little bit differently, uh, how to set better goals. We're going to get into that. You'll have homework assignment. You'll have an accountability buddy, and I think it's going to be pretty powerful. Uh, you're going to learn how to build better habits, and that's the thing that's important. You're going to learn how to basically work health and living a balanced lifestyle into your current lifestyle and you don't have to turn everything upside down. It's not about being keto. It's not about being carnivore. It's not about being paleo. It's about finding things that work for you in your life. If you have kids, uh, if you're busy at work, uh, building better habits over time and you'll learn how to eat better. You'll learn how to maybe exercise a little bit more efficiently. Um, all those things are going to come into play with this. So I'm pretty excited for it. If you or somebody you know would be interested in that, let them know. Shoot me an email, info, I-N-F-O, like information, at enlightenedathlete.com, and we'll get you some more information about that. Okay, let's get into the show. So today's episode is all about anxiety and the breath. I don't know the exact statistics. I've heard multiple different statistics on this, like somewhere around 18% of the population in the United States is affected by anxiety disorders. I would imagine it's like much, much higher than that, probably like 30%, 40% maybe even, because a lot of people don't go out and seek help for it. They just kind of suffer through it, which is fine. I do the same thing too. Like if it's not life-threatening, well, what are you going to do, right? But uh, it is a huge issue. And if there's something simple, I always say like if there's low-hanging fruit that we can pick, why not pick that fruit? Why not handle it by picking the low-hanging fruit? And your breath is pretty accessible to you. Because if you're alive and you're listening to this, you're breathing, right? So the breath is accessible to everybody. It, there is no cost barrier to get started with it. There is no uh, scheduling an appointment and having to wait. There's no insurance associated with it. You don't have to go get a prescription. You don't have to take uh, chemicals. And why not pick the low-hanging fruit? That's basically what I'm getting at. So improper breathing, if you're not sure what I'm talking about when I say that, go back and listen to the first couple episodes of the, it's titled Breathing Wrong is Killing You. That'll talk about the inverted breathing pattern, talks about shallow breath, talks about mouth breathing. That's not ideal. 
And that can set off a fight or flight response in your body, a stress response in your nervous system. It's the sympathetic branch of the nervous system. And when that is overactivated too long and you're constantly stressed out, your body starts to respond to that and create pain, create anxiety. Um, you don't have enough actual carbon dioxide in your body or you're not giving your body enough time to use the carbon dioxide. And that actually has somewhat of a calming effect when you use that properly. Uh, an interesting book, while I'm thinking about it, to listen to if you're, you want to learn more about that is Breath by James Nestor. It's a very good book. It goes very deep. He did some very interesting things where he did a study where they basically plugged his nose and made him mouth breathe for, I can't remember, 30 days or something. And tons of stuff went wrong. He obviously couldn't breathe right anymore. Snoring went up. Sleep apnea started to happen. He did have some symptoms of anxiety. Uh, and then they did it where he was nasal breathing, so he'd tape his mouth when he would sleep. So he'd have to breathe through his nose. And all of that stuff went away. It was pretty crazy. So that's a good book to look into for that as well. So improper breathing can really cause a lot of issues. Um, and with anxiety specifically, that is also the case. Uh, anxiety sucks, right? It's not fun to feel that way. It is a normal human response, I think, to um, stressors in life. But a lot of times we blow stressors out of proportion. Or when your body is just totally overwhelmed and overloaded and constantly in a fight or flight state, it's hard to balance that in your nervous system. I like always explain it like it gets frayed, like it's fried. Like you just feel frazzled and fried and cooked and you're like, ah, fuck, I don't know what to do. I can't handle anything. And that's when you go over the edge, right? So what you got to do when you're feeling a ton of anxieties, you need to start to get centered and calm. You need to bring your body and your brain back down and slow it down and relax a little bit. And there's basically two things we're going to cover today. One is an actual physical breath uh, technique, breathing technique that you can use to help do that. And the other one is going to be some uh, visualization, maybe uh, thought patterns, um, some cognitive techniques that you can use to help calm you down as well. So the first one to calm you down, and this is one that anybody can do. I really like this one, and it's fairly easy to do because even if you don't think about it, you still do it, and it has an effect because of the physiological mechanism of this type of breathing. So you cannot even think about it and still get a positive benefit from it like immediately. It happens really, really quickly when you do it, and that's why I like it. So if you're in the middle of an anxiety attack or a panic attack or you're, like you can't sleep because you're so anxious about something and you feel sick to your stomach, which I've had that as well, um, it is called four, six, eight breathing. Okay. So you inhale for four seconds through the nose. You retain the breath for six seconds. Did I say four seconds? Inhale for four, hold for six, exhale for eight. Okay. Um, there's another guy who talks about this, Dr. Andrew Weil, W E I L. He, I think his method is the four, seven, eight, but I mean, I think four, six, Eight makes more sense to me in my brain. I've heard people talk about that too because it's all even numbers. It's like four, six, eight. You can just remember that really easily. You don't forget it. Um, four, six, eight, right? Super easy. Okay, so now we have to remember when you're doing this breath work, you need to remember the two-thirds, one-third rule that I talked about in the previous episodes. Two-thirds of the breath, the first two-thirds of the breath need to be into the belly and expanding the abdominal wall and the last third will then expand and rise the chest. Uh, the chest will rise. Sorry. That's important. You have to remember that because 
if you're not doing that, then you're not doing the proper breathing pattern and you're going to be right back to where you were before. So don't ingrain bad patterns, especially when you're trying to be conscious about it. So first two thirds, expand through the belly, last third through the chest, put one hand on your belly and put one hand on your chest. So you can actually have some feedback when you're breathing. You can feel that belly expand for the first two thirds of the breath. Okay. Now on the inhale, you breathe in through the nose. Okay, and your mouth should be relaxed and closed. The tongue should be on the roof of your mouth, unless you're working with a professional who's telling you to do something different. In through the nose, retain the breath for six seconds. So this is literally like how you count. No count. One, two, three, four. Okay, so inhale for four. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. A good full big breath. You're not trying to like over breathe or or expand too much. Then you'll hold for six seconds, retain. I try to leave my belly relaxed as I'm retaining this breath because I actually do feel it like kind of stretch some of the deep muscles in my uh, core. I feel it like, sometimes I even feel it in my neck. If my neck is tight from a workout that I did, I'll feel it relaxing those muscles. So for six seconds, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, four, 1,000, five, 1,000, six, 1,000. Exhale for eight. So now on the exhale, what you're gonna do is let your jaw slightly open. Tongue will stay on the roof of your mouth behind your teeth, and you're going to make a sound with it. And you're really thinking about pushing all the air out of your body. Um, I think, so Paul Check, the guy that I was like researching all this stuff through, it's a philosophy in Chinese medicine called taking out the garbage. So you really try to get all the air out and you can actually flex your abs like a stomach vacuum and like squeeze the abs to really push the air out at the end. So you should hear a sound. Inhale through the nose for four, hold for six, exhale for eight seconds continuously with noise. Feel that push the air out. Uh, and when you do that, you will literally feel your body start to relax, you'll feel your mind start to get a little more centered, maybe you feel the anxiety start to drop. Anywhere from 10 to 100 breaths, depending on how geeked up you are on the anxiety, right? Anywhere from 10 to 100 breaths, you'll start to feel better basically right away. Sometimes it's only 10 breaths, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's I gotta do it for five minutes, right? Sometimes I have to breathe that way consciously for five minutes. And then at the end of that, I start to feel better. But you do have a physiological response from that. Now, the second part of the breathing is on that exhale, when you are exhaling that breath and you're pushing all that breath out, you're taking out the garbage, right? You're really pushing it out. I want you to visualize all the anxiety and the stress and the worry and the negative feelings leaving the body through that breath. You are breathing that shit out. You are giving it away. You're giving it to God. You're giving it to the universe. You're giving it to Mother Earth, whatever you want to call it. And you're, and you're going to let them take that negative energy and transform it into something else and be useful, Right? It's all just energy, right? And we're letting that shit go. And I want you to actually visualize. This one takes more practice than just the four, six, eight breathing. You have to practice visualizing. You have to practice seeing it. You have to practice letting it go. And you have to feel that. And that takes practice for sure. That is not easy to do. Like it's still hard for me sometimes, especially when you're worked up. But visualize the stress leaving your body. Visualize that anxiety and worry getting out of you and letting it go. Keep the breathing rolling. Keep that pattern going four, six, eight. Keep doing that. And sooner than later, for sure, you're going to feel better. Okay? You are going to feel better. So that's one big like powerhouse move that I like to use with people when they're having a lot of anxiety. I use it for myself as well. 
Uh, and man, it really does help. It brings you right back to the, the moment. And I'll actually do this before I meditate as well because it really does bring me centered and gets me really calm and stops my mind from racing. Sometimes it takes me 10 minutes when I'm meditating for 20. It takes me 10 just to slow my damn brain down and stop thinking. So this is a pretty powerful tool to use pre-meditation as well. Okay, second part and last one uh, for the anxiety and breath. So this is kind of like what they do in therapy. You're going to change your thoughts, right? My wife's a therapist. I hear her talk about this all the time. They reframe things. They like grab the thoughts as they start. That's not how she would put it. But like when you notice the thought that you're having a negative thought or a negative spiral, you immediately grab it and you reframe it and you change the thought, right? So obviously it's much more detailed than that and they have way more tools than I'll be able to give you here. But like there's no magic key. There's not like some magic thing that they do. It's like you're retraining your brain. You're retraining your thoughts. You're coming. You're becoming more conscious and aware of how you're thinking and you try to change and not just let them run rampant and run wild and take you down a negative hole, right? That's like one form of therapy. That's a, that's, everybody thinks there's this, like this magic key or they're going to give them this trick or this tool or something that works. And it's like, that is the trick. That is the tool. That is the key is becoming conscious and being able to reframe to something better. So one thing that you can do when you are having a lot of anxiety or something is triggering you to have a lot of anxiety or panic or worry or depression or negative self-talk or whatever is like you can remind yourself that your basic needs are met. Okay. And I wrote them down here. Uh, you have food, you have water, you have shelter, you have safety, you have love. You have somebody who loves you. You have food available. You have shelter. You're safe. You have water. Your basic needs are met. Like you're not going to physically die right now because you're going to take a test. You're not going to physically die because you're late for work. You're not going to physically die because somebody criticized you on the internet, right? Not a lot of people die taking a test. And remind yourself that you have those things. Those basic needs are met. You have love. You have warmth. You have food. You have safety. You have shelter. And, you know, when those basic needs are met, most of the triggering events or most of the things or the thoughts that we have that are triggering the anxiety are relatively secondary to the basic needs. Right. And secondary, like I said, most people aren't going to die taking a test. That's secondary anxiety. Most people aren't going to die because somebody honked at them in traffic. That's secondary. So you literally try to reframe and say like, okay, I'm not going to die taking this test. It's going to suck if I, if I fail the test, so be it. Right. Uh, that's what it is. You're not going to die. You're going to be okay. In five years, you're not even going to fucking remember that test anymore. So who cares? Remind yourself that you have those basic needs met, and this is reframing your thoughts. This is reframing the beliefs. This is reframing the way that you react to the stressors. Easier said than done. Takes tons of practice. Maybe not a bad idea to go to therapy and have them help you and give you different coping mechanisms and different tools and different ways to deal with it, but again, it's something that you can do, right? It's something that you have the ability to do right now, immediately, and start to work on it. That's why I like these two practices for anxiety because it's a it's you. It gives you the power, lets you take back control. It gives you the ability to make a difference in your life so you can improve the quality of your life instead of farming out and outsourcing your health and mental well-being to other people, to pharmaceutical drugs, to doctors. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with with those routes. I know a lot of people get a shitload of benefit from taking anti-anxiety drugs and they can't function without them. And, you know, everybody is different, so I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying, shit, man, if you're lost, you don't know what to do, and you don't want to go to the doctor, take this power back into your own hands and use it, right? 
and use these techniques in conjunction with the other methods, right? That's why the other methods exist as well. So use it all. Don't don't pigeonhole yourself into one corner because you think like, oh, I don't need that or I'm not going to do that. I don't need to go to therapy or I don't need I don't need medication. You know what, man? Maybe you do. Maybe you do. And and I think there's times in our lives where everybody does. So I hope this helps. That's anxiety and breathing. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to uh, the other two episodes we've done on breath. And uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, if it helped you out, share the show. That's the fee for the show. I appreciate everybody listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Until then, go get uncomfortable.